Welcome to episode 63 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 12th of March, 2018, and I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. Hello, Darren. Hello, Darren. Hello, Terry. Hello there. How are you? How are we? How? Well, I don't know why I've got this posh voice. How are we doing, Darren? I'm doing okay. Yeah. How about yourself? I'm, I've been sick. I've been You've feeling been like poo. Oh, how lovely. Um, no, not really. <laughs> what, just like a stomach bug or like a cold or... Um, it's 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 been in the 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 lower back region, uh, and it's been explosive. Mm. Like, like all weekend and into today. So, uh, and there we go. We just lost all our all our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Look, at oh, least so I'm we not listen to Terry about... talking about his ass for the next ten minutes. Well, no, I, I I promised people after we talked about my bum lump that I wouldn't go down this route so i'll leave it at that so um that that's made it a very tiring weekend (laughs) to say the least um other than that i i'm i'm currently trying to get into the Fortnite uh uh, ios thingy but i'm having technical difficulties uh at the moment so um the the day that they decide to open this up to everyone uh they then shut the website down uh for maintenance for two hours because they can't handle the load Fantastic. So that's fun. Um, and kind of the the other thing, uh, I finally finished Couch to 5K in controversial fashion, Darren. Controversial you fashion. You mostly ran 5K. I mostly ran 5K. Um, so people will have who who are on Strava will have seen that I I did post that I did 5K and it was 5K. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first what what did you say? About first half, like uh, point five. Yeah, about the first half kilometer. Uh, was it's mostly walking. Yeah, it was kind of the what I started doing, like out of uh, like the last couple weeks of the couch to five k stuff. Is you know how you're supposed to walk five minutes, then then do the run, uh, mm. and then do the last five minutes. As silly as it sounds, five minutes felt too long to start up. I was in okay. I was in kind of a, a, a mode of let's just get this going. I want to go. I want to go, um, and that's kind of where I was at. So that bit of walking was like the the start of like walk for five minutes, and then I'm just like that. I'm done. I I want to I want to I want to run now. So that was that first little bit. The other bits were just like mega stitch and uh, other mega stitch. Which I didn't realize you could get a stitch in your shoulder from running, but somehow that's a thing. Well, actually, you can I get it? But yeah, I, I like I like wasn't taking the piss of that. I genuinely didn't know that was a thing that you could get from running. But no, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, we'll take it offline. But it's. Uh, I had to read up on it because I used to get it quite a lot. Right. It's almost okay. like in the top of your lung. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's your posture. I, I was in absolute agony uh, from that, but. You know, I didn't, yeah, sure, I didn't run the full 5k, however, I got proper emotional about it, because at the end of the day, going from being able to do fuck all, to even attempting somewhat close to a 5k, oh no, hats off um, was a mega achievement, and you know. And now the shackles are off, and you can get out there, and you can do your 5, your 10, your half marathons. So the app I'm using, uh, the 5k, uh, I think it's just called 5k runner. So mm. I saw that they offer a couple more apps. So one of them is basically to get your pace quicker on the 5K, and one of them gets you to run a 10K. 
Okay. So I know that you and me were talking the other day about do you want to focus on distance or you know getting your times up sort of thing. Mm. Um, I want to get my time up on a five k first and then kind of stretch my legs a bit further for for a further run. Um, so I'm I'm kind of tempted to get that five uh, k runner like the the speed one. Uh, to see how that works, you know, see if that helps me in any way because I think they do give you like a like a um, like a trial run version of it. Mm. So I wouldn't mind giving that a go, see how I get on with it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like it. Uh, this weekend, I've despite what's been going on, I've I've been trying to get out and moving because it's just doing my head and being in the house. Mm. And just to get out for even half an hour has just been so. So good, <laughs> D- despite how I've been feeling, just just to get out for and moving for a bit, whether it just be walking, like a little bit of light running in between, has just been so good. Yeah. Um. I, and I, I just want to keep it going. Just want to keep it going, Darren. I'm I'm so eager to get this shit. Uh. Oh, good you know, but it's we we've come a long way. <laughs> I've come a yeah. long way from yeah. where I was, but. Like I said on the last episode, I, th- that's not to say that I'm I'm going to give up here. I, I want to keep improving and I want to get better. Um, well, that's good because in two weeks' time, we will have been and done 10K obstacle course. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's the evil cackle that gets me. <laughs> um, you, you want to see how knackered I'm going to be at the end of that one. But you know what? I can at least say that or will be at least able to say that I have attempted uh, and done it. Whether we're there for the next six hours, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that's it. That's fine. I've got no plans for that weekend. Neither so as I. long as it takes, we're getting around there twice. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, but I will do it. Uh, Good. Because I am. Yes, you will. <laughs> I, well, that's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I will be motivating you all the way around. <laughs> God damn! There better be a fucking hefty cheeseburger at the end of that shit. I'm telling you, <laughs> there is actually. Yeah. Oh, that's all right then. Mm. Um, but that, yeah, um, I'm I'm so determined to do that. And like I say, if it takes me six hours, I, I don't give a shit. I'm doing it because sure. I want to prove it to myself. Mainly you, yeah. but I want to prove it to myself that I can do it. Uh, Terry, you get a T-shirt and a medal at the end. A medal. Oh man, is it like a chocolate one? Is it like a ch- no, 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 it's like a proper one. You can oh, hold it in your hand and put it round. It's like it's like you've won the Olympics, but not really. Yeah, yeah. It's like the it's a knockout version of the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am. I, I've said to you, I'm, I am nervous, but I'm excited about it at the same time. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So, um, yeah. So that's two weeks away. We'll we'll be talking about it in two weeks' time as the thing that happened the weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. That's nice. We have one more weekend. <laughs> Better say goodbye to my loved ones now than Anna. <laughs> it won't take long, will it? No, not really. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that was what I've been doing for the past two weeks. <laughs> how, how? What about yourself? What? How? How is? How's the kitchen renovations going, Darren? Hey, you know what? It's almost, almost done. I put the uh, the worktops in and the sink and the hob and did all that kind of cool stuff um, all over the weekend. Nice. Got finished about 8 o'clock last night. I got finished about 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Hey, you know what? I can now put worktops in and hey. join them properly without any joining fixing type stuff. And it looks kind of awesome. Fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks nice. It look, looks nice. So all I've got to do is plumb in the sink, uh, which didn't get a chance to do last night, and tile. And then that's it. The kitchen be done. Sweet. Yeah. Only taken a month. <laughs> but I, I've learned a lot on the way. I've learned how to plaster. I've learned um, quite a bit of electrics. Uh, I've learned how to fit a worktop. Uh, and lots of other cool stuff. So, yeah, I'm happy that I did it. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah. shit, Darren. Well done. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I took a trip up to Liverpool. I oh, did mention that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I met with uh, my Scottcast podcast hosts, um, Anthony and Ian. Um, we went in some uh, all men drinkings pubs in uh, Liverpool and drank there. And uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, a couple of people couldn't turn up. Uh, some of the other podcasting buddies that we um, normally meet up with due to the snow. Right. Big girls. Uh, so even though Anthony and I made it, nobody else made it. I, I, I just think they wanted an excuse not to come, to be honest. <laughs> However, uh, so we're in the pub sending pictures, going, oh, losers, blah, blah, and all the rest of it. Um, took Anthony and I nearly five hours to get back due to a cancelled train. Ouch. Yeah, it was horrible. So our train did was meant to go Liverpool-Lime Street down to Nottingham uh, direct, about three hours. We had allocated seats, everything. Um, yeah, unfortunately, the, there was a problem at the top of Sheffield, so we had to... So it was a bit of a nightmare. We, so we were in Liverpool-Lime Street, and it says, all oh, right, okay, your train's not coming this far, it's been cancelled, but if you go to um, uh, Manchester, Oxford Road, you can get it there. And we're like, all right, smug bastards. We got there half an hour early, we're like, ah, yeah, everybody will be trying to get on at the wrong stop, uh, it's going to be empty. About five minutes before we made turn up, delayed, cancelled. Amazing. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so we then had to get a train to Piccadilly. And then we spoke to the guy there. We're like, how do we get home? They went, ah, right, okay. So you need to go from here to Leeds and then Leeds down to um, Nottingham. Uh, and it, because that tra- all the trains through Sheffield were cancelled, it was sardines for five hours. It was horrible, Terry. Fuck that. Yeah, it was not pleasant. As, as soon as somebody got up, it was just like, seat! <laughs> just a mass scramble Bye. for it. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it was nice to meet up and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, our train wasn't meant to be till about one o'clock in the afternoon. So, me and Anthony were just walking around Liverpool in the rain, waiting for things to open. Do 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 do. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it was nice to meet up. Yeah. Actually, I've got an apology here. So I was listening back to the last episode, and uh, I called you out for for being the first one to buy a game this year. It was me. Right, I'm going to save it. No, hang on. No, 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 no. Silence. But I'm going to save it this yeah. moment. You're apologising yes. to me. You're apologising to me for yes. something. Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> um I picked that up. I was the first person to break the seal this year. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Unfortunately, then opened up your floodgates. I feel I can buy everything now. <laughs> But you did accuse me of opening yeah, up the yeah, floodgates yeah, and, and buying like 300 yeah, games. Yeah, but it wasn't until I listened back. I went, yeah, actually, no, it wasn't him. It was me. Listen to that, folks. He's, he, he he does know when he's wrong. Yep. <sighs> he'll, still, he'll still accuse me of being shit. Yeah, but, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so that's it. That's what we'll be doing. Uh, Terry, let's discuss what we've been playing. Yeah. Tell me, what have you been playing? A lot of Fortnite, Darren. Nice. <laughs> a lot of Fortnite. So, uh, a mate of mine has, has recently discovered Fortnite after 
we was also playing a lot of Battlefield One. I said we should try Fortnite. It's free. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so he's downloaded it, and now he's addicted to it. So any free moment he's got, it's like, do you want to play Fortnite? And I'm like, sure, okay. Mm. I'm up for some Fortnite. So we've been playing some duos, been playing some teams of four uh, in squad, and there's a new mode called uh, Teams of Twenty. Uh, so it's, as the name implies, it's five teams of 20 drop onto an island and you try and kill each other. Okay. Uh, and we got his first victory uh, in, in in convincing fashion, which was cool. That game is really good, uh, which is why there's a hell of a lot of people that are super eager to get that on the phone. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they, they're doing cross-play... Um, I mean, that is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, it's, it's crazy to think that they're doing cross-play... Um, they, they've just announced. I think it was today that they've they've decided that they're doing crossplay with Xbox as well. So, well, yeah. If you read between the lines, they've always done crossplay with Xbox. So, unfortunately, just the Xbox and PS4 won't currently play together. No, I think it did say that you know it would do crossplay with like PC and Xbox, and but not PC, Xbox, and yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation, that sort yeah. of thing. But just the fact that you know that they they're, they're doing this. Uh, is is good stuff. Is good stuff, and uh, they're currently in the midst of season three at the moment, where you can just unlock a ton of like random shit. Okay. I did buy the battle pass, which was I think it works out. It's seven ninety nine for the season three battle pass. Okay. Uh, so you get like every time you you level up or tier up in this game, uh, you get a bunch of random shit. You've got the free version where you get like good shit, like every five tiers yeah. whereas with the paid version you get stuff every tier okay and at the end of it darren if you tear up a hundred times you get john wick Ooh. yeah it's just like straight up john wick it's like i, I want to get john wick because that's fucking awesome so yeah um got some really good kills on that game uh but yeah it's just it's just super fun uh it's just super fun to just sneak about it looks really good um it plays really good as well but man that game man that game I'm, i've yet to venture into it myself but i'm sure i will do it, it, as soon as i've got stuff out of the way it's been a weird one because with uh with pubg it, playing fortnite it's like i'm i'm still not used to the building aspect of it okay and I understand that that's kind of Fortnite's thing is that you can build and and, and that sort of stuff. And whereas PUBG doesn't have that, yeah. but I, once you get your head around that, it starts to become a bit more accessible. Okay, um, and you kind of strategize a bit more and and that sort of thing. But uh, it's just, it's just dumb fun, and it's so easy once you get killed, you go back to the lobby and you're probably back in another match within a minute, two minutes. Awesome. Uh, so it's very fast paced uh, if you do get killed so I think that's kind of a, an appeal because we were down a lot um, but yeah it's, it's good stuff it is good stuff sure. I hate myself for this one uh, The Sims mobile The Sims are now on the mobile mm. but from what I understand it's not The Sims this is a free to play Sims mobile game, if that makes any sense. It's not... So how how much does that have in common with, for example, Sims 3, Sims 4? So I've never played Sims. Ah, That's okay. the thing. Okay. I, I've, I've never played Sims before, so it's, it's one of those where I don't have that reference. Okay. But from what I understand is that with 
the normal sim like the sims the big boy version is that you know you build a house from scratch you kind of your sim lives its life and does all this that and the other whereas this has more of an emphasis on yes you can build a house but everything costs like in world money or you've got your premium currency you've got timers ticking down but it's more job centric Uh, so it's like this sim's got this job so it's like my sim is a barista you can do like different shifts and like the the longer the shift the more time you've got to wait until he's finished right, a shift. okay but it's kind of like tap things but then you've got energy and then if you run out of energy you've got like a premium cupcake thing that you can use to boost his energy back up or you can pay real world money to do it as well and i don't know it just feels like a watered damn version but i've been playing a Is, lot of it um, and i don't know why aren't any of the sims on ea access I'm just thinking you could give the the real thing a go and then just see. I mean, I mean, okay, different question. Are you actually enjoying it? Yes, and that's all that matters. Uh, strangely enough, um, might have a look at EA Access then. So I know Sims Four's on console, mm. so I might have a look into. Yeah, you that. might be able to get a trial or something. Just see what it's like. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind those uh, those EA trials because Darren, mm. you see that segue. I've I've been oh, burnt out. Burnout, Burnout Paradise, Darren. Mm. Burnout Paradise Remastered. Oh, it's Burnout. <laughs> so I also played this as well. Um, I had, um, so I, I strategically placed an order for the worktops to turn up after my three days off. <laughs> 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 to give myself a bit of a break. Um, huh. And and I, so I had last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. And uh, uh, so I also played some Burnout. I, I downloaded it. In fact, was it Thursday came out? Friday? I, I don't know. Uh, I think it was... Was it the Friday? Because I think... Got like yes, a text yes, on yeah, like yeah, Friday yeah, morning. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so I played it as well. It's more burnout. Um, or should it's more of the same. Um, can't believe muscle memory. I was like, ah, right, it's just down here. It's down here. It's up there. Ah, right, there's a sign there. There's a thing there. And there's a thing there. So I played about two hours of it, and I thought, you know what, nostalgia. This is this is good. I enjoy I enjoy burnout, and then parked it. Um, pardon the pun. Hey, but I I don't know. I I didn't mind it. I I thought it it played really smooth, like really smooth. Um, playing it on the Xbox One X, I don't think. Although the car physics looked, or I should say, the cars looked nice and shiny. The rest of it didn't look that good. It looks like an upscaled version of a 360 game. It looks game. exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think they've done... I, I, I'm playing on a HDTV, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, so I, I don't really tell, but it looks like a slightly glossier version of the 360 game. Um, uh, but even I could notice that the, the you know it was a nice smooth frame rate. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, That's what you kind of need from driving. So hats off to them, yeah. I kind of wish they did, and... <clears throat> segue um so i i was playing forza horizon the original one because they've just done the uh, the xbox one x magic to it so uh. recently that and uh, witcher 2 have been up and done all their nine times pixels and stuff and things and that looked just as good right uh, okay. and that was just that was a backwards compatible game so I'm not sure what black magic they're doing. They're doing like super sampling and they're doing this and they're doing that and and, and they're just kind of blowing it up but really nice. But it looked on par with Burnout Paradise. Sweet. So I, I think given enough time, they could have pressed the button on the backwards compatible 
Burnout Paradise and it would have looked the same. Maybe they've they've done it so it's like people don't notice that. Like, oh, we could have done this. However, mm. if we can sell you a new version of it, then we're going to do that. Well, after this, I'll send you a screenshot that I took of uh, Forza Horizon. Um, it was like an Evo spinning around. And I was like, that looks fucking amazing. You wouldn't believe that was a 360 game. Right, okay, fuck. They yeah. must have done some good work to it then. Well, the thing is, that that's the thing. They haven't actually touched the game. They've kind of pressed a button. Mm. And algorithms okay. have done things. Xbox are doing a really fucking good job of, of the backward stuff. I, I agree, yeah. yeah I, it's, I, it's... I think they've really... I, I think they've learnt from their mistakes on the initial launch, which was, believe it or not, like four years ago. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy mm. to think that it was that long ago since these consoles have been out. Yeah, and when Xbox came out with, look, here's a media centre, and everybody went, um, I'm buying a PlayStation. <laughs> they went, shit, um, games, remember games, and we do them now. <laughs> uh, we think that online 24-7 is a good thing, and, uh, you know, I, I will always remember, I, I can't remember the dude's name, I feel really bad. Um, the, he did a, a quick soundbite with uh, Jeff Keighley and uh, Jeff Keighley turned around and said uh, so what about you know people without an always on internet connection so you've always got to be online you know changing your stance he says yeah we do have an offline option it's called the Xbox 360 and it's like you're just sending everyone to to PlayStation's doors here like what are you doing but like, to, to be fair the, the world would collapse if there wasn't internet in a home these days I, I know someone without internet and it, it does surprise me really it, 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 yeah oh yeah 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 not even um not even uh dial up it's just no internet connection it's like you're just living off the grid i mean that's that does sound nice <laughs> <laughs> darren lives in a house with no internet for a week i uh, know see can... how he fares no, no 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 i i've got i've got multiple backups in place <laughs> just to make sure i have to wait Internet. No, I want to. I want to see a reality TV show of you in a in a house with no internet, but just all devices that use internet connections, and see how long it is before you lose your mind. Mm. <laughs> Let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I, Xbox, they're doing a really bloody good. They they're really doing the best to make good. Yeah, yeah. With this console and uh, yeah, through the backwards compatibility to. Um, you know the Xbox Games Pass and that sort of stuff. I'm I'm genuinely excited for their uh, E3 media briefing. I, I really want to see what they've got next because that's kind of where their their big yeah. Obviously, their big announcements are coming from. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to see what they they're gonna bring this year. Yeah, video games, Darren. They 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 they're, they're pretty good. They are. And speaking of, of of video games, Darren, what what have you been playing? So, Forza Horizon, the original one, I've, yeah. I've got my first and second license. Because you know what? It played smooth. It uh, Again, if you know somebody who's got an Xbox One X and they have Forza Horizon, go around and have a look and give it, wow, that that's a magic press of a button. It's a pretty game. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty game. Um, so, I, I'm interested to go back and play it on the 360 just to see what it's like, just so I can compare the two and give it, uh, uh they did a good job here. Yeah, I wouldn't. I won't mind seeing a side by side. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I actually took advantage of. So I had those three days off last week, and hmm. uh, Christine was working away, and I thought, you know what, I've got, I've got a couple of cupboards to put up and stuff like that, but I'm going to get at least a day, day and a half. So I did. I got all my, I'll get everything out of the way, and I sat down. And I'm like, right, what do we play? What do we play? 
<laughs> so you know when you're like right I'm going to play this I'm going to play this and I'm going to play this well I, I kind of went through the um, Games of Gold and PS Plus games uh, just to get a bit of variety ah okay so I played Trials of the Blood Dragon ah um, I like it I mean I like Trials it's good I'm not very good um, I can I, I always get stuck when I get to a hard course I'm just like nope rage quit right okay which I haven't got to as yet but it kind of threw me so it, it's kind of like um, Far Cry Blood Dragon mixed with Trials, um, but it's mm. got like a story on there as well. And I was kind of thrown when it says, right, get off the bike and do stuff. I'm like, do what now? <laughs> <laughs> and you're kind of running through and shooting things. And I was like, um, this is breaking my brain. <laughs> it's like they tried to do a side-scrolling third-person-y shooter thing. Yeah. But using their like in-game engine which is weird because it doesn't feel fantastic but yeah serviceable i guess yeah yeah um so i've only played a couple of levels and i enjoyed it i I'm, i'll probably finish that just as long as i don't hit a hard course and rage quit don't think that i don't seem to think that there's anything overly stressful about that game so i think it is kind of a lighter version of trial so you should be all right oh cool while i was in L- up in up in that there Liverpool, I uh, I got a couple of hours on the train going up, and mm-hmm. I, I played Skyrim, Terry. I played Skyrim on the train, and it on was a magical. Go. Wow! It do you know what it plays just like Skyrim? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who'd have thought? Huh? <laughs> but it, it, it was kind of mind blowing because I was there, and I was I was on the train, and it was just like went down here and I collected some stuff and I got my first house and I was putting I was putting like all the fruit in one cupboard and all, all the stuff in another cupboard and I'm like this is brilliant this is like Skyrim and there was a guy with an arrow in his knee and I was like oh my god it's Skyrim it's like actual Skyrim but I totally forgot of that um that Bethesda thing you know so the you've got the map uh, the, the, the bar at the top which tells you which direction you're going in yeah and it's just like oh there's something great there so if I walk in that distance is going to tell me what it is and there's probably stuff to do there and i started i just kind of went walking and i was like this is brilliant this is skyrim i miss skyrim i i was gonna say skyrim's pretty good but i remember buying that game when it first came out and i put about half an hour into it and i'm like i killed a chicken and this town was very angry at me for the killing so, this chicken and so I'm, like, I'm funny done. i'm out <laughs> i had your voice in my head when i walked into that very same time um <laughs> And the first thing you come across is a chicken, which you just yeah. kind of walk past and then walk in and go see the people. Yeah. But I, I, I looked at the chicken and giggled. I was like, <laughs> and then carried on walking. That was my downfall with Skyrim. God damn it. Well, you've got it on the Switch. I suggest I giving it a go. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna be traveling soon, so uh, I'm, I'm going to have some, you know, I'm going to be able to have some time with, spend some more time with my Switch. Cool. Uh, let's see. I sold Mario and Rabbit after mm. after we discussed it on the last episode. I was like, you know what? I think I've I think I've made a bad decision. I don't think I don't think I'm enjoying it, and I think it's kind of breaking um, gaming for me. Yeah, it, it kind of did sound like that from the last episode when we were discussing it. It's like you, you want to keep going, but your heart's not in it. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So I sold it. I managed to sell it for twenty nine quid. Which was more than I actually paid for it. How much did you pay for it again? I can't remember. Was it 25 quid? 24 think, yeah. something? It, it was a proper bargain because there was like a double discount at Ubisoft store by mistake. That was the one, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I sold that. 
And I feel happy that I did, because I can actually crack on with other games. Good shit. So, PS Plus. It's been a while since I've played a PS Plus game. Hmm. So I went through the ones that we'd got. I tried Claire. It was on the screen for maybe two or three minutes. And I thought, oh, okay. It's kind of old school. It's kind of um, uh, like a 16-bit, 8-bit kind of uh, text-based adventure thing. Ah, okay. But with stuff, and there was like, oh, it's a nightmare. No, it's not a nightmare. And it's, oh, go here, but it's all dark. And what's that noise? And I'm just like, no, not feeling it. So so that went. Mighty number nine. Mm, This is the spiritual successor to Mega Man. Ah, okay. This is the creator of Mega Man. uh, Basically did a Kickstarter and said, oh, we want to do... we, we, we can't use the Mega Man name because Capcom on that. Do, do, do you want to back this game? It's called Mighty Number no. 9 and it's got a dude that kind of looks like Mega Man. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I kind of did some a little bit of side-scrolling and shooting things and went, meh, and deleted that. Apparently fans of Mega Man were not too keen on this. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know why, but I've not played it yet. I, it was okay. You know what it was? It, it felt this and the next game we're going to discuss felt perfect Vita games perfect handheld okay. games but for the for the big screen for the for the big gaming experience i i think they fell flat so there was this mm. mighty number nine and there was also bombing buster okay which is essentially Bomberman ish so kind of you've got a maze and for reasons you drop bombs and then move out of the way and you kill things and then you move on to the next level and you do it all again but the uh, the thing that got me is that you're in kind of a like square grid, and I don't think it was that good at. So you kind of you planted a bomb, and you had a matter of seconds to move out of the way. Um, but I don't think it was that keen of if I want to go down and left. It was like right, it's not turning left. It's not too, oh, right. We've gone left now. Oh, it's too late. I've just been blown up. And I was like, nope, <laughs> gone. Yeah. <laughs> now one game that got really into my skin, Ratchet and Clank. Now I remember we've discussed on here before. I, the the only other Ratchet and Clank I played is the one with the time stuff. Is it Lost in Time or something something time? Uh, possible. I'm I'm not too up on my Ratchet and Clank. It, but... it was one that we got PS Plus on the PS3. That was the only other one I'd played and completed. I start playing this, and before I knew it, five six hours had gone by. Jeez, cinematic. Absolutely stunning. Gameplay, really well done. Um, self-referential. There's even comments in there. It's like, oh, when will I see you again? And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe on the next reboot. <laughs> <laughs> and just little things like that. Um, the characters are all likable. The story's good. Visually, is mind-blowing. It's really, really good. It, it kind of feels like... Um, think Mario Odyssey with mm. a bit of Borderlands, I'm going to say. Ooh, okay. And you've got some crazy weapons as well. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. it, it it's pretty much a brain out game. Um, mm. You do stuff, you shoot stuff, um, and you'll get to a point where you'll pick up something that will enable you to get back to other areas. Right. Uh, like ma- uh, magnetic boots and, and jetpacks and things like that. And then you'll look yeah, back yeah. and go, ah, right, I know where that is. And I know where that is. It kind of plays like, um, think of an open world Lego game, but not shit. <laughs> you smash things to get cogs or, or I should say bolts to use as currency to buy stuff and upgrade things but I've really enjoyed it I'm I'm not million miles away from the end I don't think 
But very strangely, um, we'll discuss this in the next section, but the film is the game. Uh, did you like straight up read the cutscenes? Absolutely, word for word. Ah. Um, but but spliced it in a slightly different order, which I don't think works quite as well. So I'm I'm just as we're discussing this, I've I've just kind of realised and remembered. Stupidly enough, I have actually played this reboot version of Ratchet and Clank. Ah, okay. Because I remember sticking the quick look up on YouTube, and then we got copyrighted strike by Sony. Mm. Uh, because they, it was it was using clips from the film, right? Okay. Uh, it was you. They'd somehow figured out that we were <laughs> that the cutscenes were were their film, and it's like we were streaming it illegally and stupidness. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get on to what we've watched. So Terry, yes, hi, hi, hi there. I'll just quickly finish my sentence about the Ratchet Clank. And then we'll discuss, because it looks like we've been watching some very similar stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so the Ratchet and Clank movie. It starts off pretty much the same. And uh, put it this way, I watched the film. I should say I got an hour into it and I thought, well, that's where I am in the game. I haven't finished it yet, so I'm going to stop here because I don't want the rest of the game spoiling. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) But basically, it was was all the cutscenes from the game, but missing out all the action bits from, from the game if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They've kind of padded it out with other stuff, which I don't think flowed quite as well as the actual game itself. But I don't know, it was just very bizarre for, from playing like 10, 11 hours of a game, then to see that game then played, or the cutscenes from that game then played out. It just felt I, very weird. It it does seem kind of a, a bizarre thing to think, right, we'll just like straight up rip the cutscenes out of the game and just make a film out of it, whereas... You know, you know that it's a film based on a game. You'd rather, I guess, you're going with the mindset of just thinking, "Well, I'd rather just play the game." And yes, see the cutscenes yes, in between. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure which way it was. Uh, I don't know if it was the, the the film and the game were made at the same time, and it's like, "All right, well, we'll, we'll stick an action scene in here, and we'll stick a scene in here, and we'll stick a thing in here." Yeah, because they're all voice acted by the same people and everything like that. The animation's identical. But I don't know, it'd be interesting to get to the end of the game and then finish watching the film and see how that works. But I definitely preferred the game over the film. Mm. Hmm. Um, so, Terry. Hi. We, it looks like you've been continuing with the Fast and the Furious films. Oh, man, I've been, have I been carrying on with the Fast and the Furious films? I have watched Too Fast, Too Furious. So, Too Fast, Too Furious, I th- after re-watching that, I was like, you know what, that's not bad. I, I, I really quite like that. I enjoyed it. I, I I didn't think there was any. It it didn't have Vin Diesel in it. However, I didn't miss him too much. No. I thought it was still a good film without him. But you you can see where I mean when it's like, oh right, well you need somebody to go with you to go and do this thing. Well, I've just got I've got the man, and it's just like, uh, oh, it's not Vin Diesel. <laughs> here's a here's a friend from when I was growing up. And stuff. And You'll things. do it. Yeah, yeah. For reasons. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Uh, sure. But, but yeah. I liked it. I liked it. It was good. Um, and then watch Tokyo Drift. So this wasn't oh, as good, I don't think. I uh, on a on a. I don't know how many times I've watched it, but I I don't think this flowed anywhere near as well. I I think the main character was a kind of Paul Walken kind of guy. I found it weird because I know that this was a prequel, but I don't know. 
I, I I don't think I was expecting Paul Walker to be in it. Yeah. But I was surprised that it was like he's a kid in high school, and we're just gonna have kind of characters from. Yeah, there was. A, let's go and get the B and C list characters out. The other ones, no, we'll maybe kill one of them off. Oh my god, I can't believe they killed him off. And everybody's like, oh, was he in another film? <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, Dom's there at the end, and it's like, yeah. So that's how you tie it all in, right? Okay, then. And then I'm guessing with four onwards, you're never going to see that kid ever again. No, 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 never again. Yeah. Then what was the point? I, I think he was one of. The, I think the Fast and Furious series was trying to find its feet. Um, I think the first one was a original success. The second one was okay. Obviously, didn't have Vin Diesel. I think Vin Diesel was like, oh no, I'm 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 too big for this. I'm doing other things. And then obviously he came scurrying back and like, oh, okay, I'll do some more. They were quite fun. Didn't he do like Triple X or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead uh, of Return of Zandra K. Zandra? Zara? Zander? Zander Cage, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it, it, man, that, that. I just really enjoyed both films. You know what? So I cringed. <laughs> I cringed like you wouldn't believe. So when he throws McKees, that GTR. And he's just power sliding it through that thing and just smashing the back end. And I was like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it, it. It kind of felt like he's the Rocky of the drifting world. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't drift for shit, but we're going to teach him how to do it. And by the end of it, he's going to be like a drift king. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out he's a drift king yeah, yeah. at the end of that film for reasons. Yeah. I also like the fact that when he gets to Tokyo and he goes into class for the first time, there's some ridiculously gorgeous girl. Yeah, with a spicy uh, who even, next to her. <laughs> yeah, who isn't even Japanese. She's Australian, who's moved to Japan. For reasons. So, yeah, he's got a love interest that can speak English, uh, which was weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I did enjoy that film. Mm. And then when Han died, I'm like, oh, okay. Because I thought... When it got to that point, I'm like, right, okay, they'll just pull him out of the car. It'll be a near miss because I know they've got the fuel and the fire and and there'll probably be like an explosion of some variety, but they'll get him out for... No, you just kill, you're just going to kill him? Yeah, you're just yeah. going to kill him. Weird. But um, I'm going to continue on with this series because it is ridiculous and it's a stupid amount of fun and I'm really fucking enjoying it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are super fun. I'm, I'm glad I'm carrying on with, this, with the series. Yeah, the, the proper brain out. Um, and you've only got one or two before the, the rock gets introduced. And, and then you've got your key group of people. Mm. And it's just the same people throughout doing different stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't wait. But then again, I, I've enjoyed these three films so far. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, uh, I, I, by the sounds of it, you didn't enjoy Tokyo Drift, but yeah, I'm um, all like hot yeah, because yeah. I'm seeing it for the first time. I'm thinking, sure, yeah, I didn't not yeah. like it. I think the problem was it, it just didn't. F- uh, in my mind, it was a better film because uh, I'd remembered all the drifting and all that kind of stuff, which there was some pretty cool drifting in it. But I thought the rest of the plot around it wasn't as good as the other films, and especially when you get to the later films, it's actually is like proper balls to the wall crazy. Maybe I'm just kind of thinking in the sense that these are dumb films and I'm kind of appreciating yeah, in yeah. the sense that they're just dumb. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't need the plot to make too much sense just as long as there's kind of fast cars and a loose story kind of surrounding it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've I've been enjoying them, Darren. Fantastic. Um, should I discuss TV really quickly? Yeah, go for it. How far are you getting on with American Horror Story? I think I'm near the end of season one. Okay. 
Uh, Is it starting to go a bit batshit? It, yeah, it's okay. it's been batshit for a while now, but uh, the, all of the... I didn't realise uh, Zachary Quinto was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they've kind of told his story. Yeah. And then... Uh, we talk spoilers? Talk spoiler. Well, I'll talk spoiler-ish. Okay. Um, they've been for an ultrasound. Okay. And the nurse fainted. <laughs> ah, okay. That was kind of a couple of episodes back from where I'm at now, but that's kind of the main kind of plot point that we're at at the moment. So got you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just some weird shit going on in that in that and show. stuff with um, basements and things. And that's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. There's basement stuff for reasons. Yep. Um, yeah, that show's bizarre, but I'm I'm actually quite enjoying. I it. I can't it's, wait it's... until you've you've got through season two because season two for me was just so the, the the last episode of season two. Uh, both Christine and I just sat there with the mouth so open, just like, wow. I I like that. I like knowing that it can take you away enough to mm. to make you feel wow. It was just wow. Yeah. I'm he- I'm hearing hotels not very good. So uh, hotel is where it started going downhill for me. So they did Hotel. Then after that, it was the the Redneck one. I can't remember the name of it. Um, Cult, I think, maybe. Mm. Is um, that the last one? Yeah, sorry, Cult was the last one, which was... It was all... What was the dude who drunk the Kool-Aid? Yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, it was kind of that with Trump's stuff. And I was like, meh, zero interest. But yeah, this, uh, you've got a good couple of seasons in front of you. Um, and then it starts going downhill. Well, it did in my mind anyway. <laughs> Got a good couple seasons left, but the rest of it's just shit. It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched another show, Darren, and, and again, kind of like The Sims earlier. I, I hate myself for watching this. Okay. Um, some I actually watch like proper TV for once. Ooh, don't do I that. I know, I know, I know. Some drivel called Married at First Sight. Huh. I think that's the name of it. Uh, this is a Channel 4 production. Okay. And uh, as the name implies, uh, the uh, you know three couples get married um, at first sight. They've been matched up by science. Um, and they, they do go through with a legit wedding. And they meet on the wedding day at the altar. Because that's uh, going to work. And it's about seeing if this relationship will last. And it's fucking dumb. Is it on ITV2 uh, by any chance? No, this is, like I said, this is, I believe this is Channel 4. Oh, okay. This, this is some mainstream stuff. Um, it does feel like an ITV2, if not an ITV3 production. Mm. For, it could be an ITV4. It's, it's just bizarre. It's just a bizarre premise. Uh, one of the couples didn't go through with the wedding at all. The guy chickened out and didn't go through with it, so it just left two couples. And it just chronicles them from being married to the honeymoon to then living together for like three, four months or something like that and then finding out if they're going to stay married or not. Uh-huh. Uh, I felt dumber for watching it. <laughs> but there was just something about it that intrigued me. Car Crash TV. Yeah, uh, there's a there, oh, what was it? There was another one. Basically, troubled couples go on to go to Thailand, uh, but they swap partners because that'll help. Yeah, it's about it's basically about finding out if they want to stay together or not. Like they they split them up for two weeks. Uh, but here's the here's the thing: they've only got one bed in the house. 
So, you know, it might lead to some some extramarital shit. Um, it's it's just TV is just terrible. Yep. TV is just terrible, Darren. Yep. But that's that's what that's all I've been watching. But to be honest with you, it feels like it's been an eternity since I've watched some of proper. But uh, what have you been watching? Please save us for the love of God's sake. <laughs> Um, so as we've discussed, Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Ratchet and Clank. So Christine was away. I, I had an afternoon to myself and mm-hmm. I decided to watch something that I'd never got around to watching and then realized that I'd watched half of it before. Uh, random. Okay. Kill Bill 1 and 2. Oh, okay. So back in the day, I I clearly watched Kill Bill 1. Because I was watching, I'm like, well, this is familiar, and this is familiar, and this is familiar, and they got to an end, and I'm just like, ah, yes, 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 I remember it now. Um, part one was okay. Part two, mm. however, that was game changing. That was that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, like brilliant, brilliant. I've seen the first one. So I, w- I, I remember the the sword fight with Lucy Liu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of put off by the first one. It, I thought it was okay, but I've I've never been a huge fan of these, um, you know, the martial artist films, and that's where it yeah. felt like it felt like a Quentin Tarantino version of one of those, um, with his kind of weird shots and things like that. And, and I was, it was like, well, it's okay, but it, it's not really my thing. So I never got around to watching the second half, and watching watching them back to back makes the second one kind of special just how that develops and some of the things that happen in that and the ending my word yeah yeah like i was like now this is the quentin tarantino film i was looking for bloody hell i might i might give uh part two a watch then yeah well they're both on uh, amazon prime oh okay so that's where i watched them i probably i don't know i don't know how well you remember part one if you don't really remember, I'd probably watch them both back to back because obviously they refer to each other. Yeah, yeah. But part two, I really enjoyed. Really, really enjoyed. It felt like a very different film. But yeah, that was good. Um, and then I watched another film, Terry. I watched a, th- okay. I watched a thing. A thing with 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 superheroes in it. Was it... Was it... Uh, was it a good thing? It was an average thing. It was... Oh, um, no. It was Justice League... Uh-huh. So that's that's just okay. hit iTunes. So we watched that. Um, there wasn't particularly anything bad in it. It felt like the heroes' version of Suicide Squad. If that makes sense. Sure. Okay. And yeah, there was there was nothing really wrong with it. There were, there was some bit big. I'll, I'll be honest. There was some shitty CGI in places. Mm-hmm. Um, and reading afterwards, I now know why some of this. CGI was there, but... Was it to do with a, cer- a certain character's face? So, yes, but not the one that you're <laughs> thinking. So, you're, you're, oh, right, you're okay. on about a certain... I don't want to go spoiler here, but you're on about a certain character who had a beard in real life that they had to airbrush out. That's the one. So, no. Um, oh, right, the, okay. the bit that got me was um, Cyborg. I just thought the CG on Cyborg was terrible. Wow. Okay. It, it was fine when they had... Uh, so they clearly, uh, at times, they had green screen on half his face, a normal face doing his stuff, or, or in a suit, or whatever it was. Then mm. there were other times where they just CG'd his face on, and it was like, oh, that looks bad. Really? Yeah. Mm. Just number of scenes. And, and again, 
stuff happened, but it was just... I kind of feel like Aquaman needed his own uh, intro film. I think they all needed their own intro film, to be honest with you, to, to kind of make it feel like he, he cared about the characters a bit more. And, and I think you're right. I think you're right. In this film, I didn't really like Affleck's Batman either, which is which is annoying because I, I, I do like Affleck and I do like Batman. And I think, I don't know if it's the writing or what, but there, there was just something about this that I was just like, I can see why people are saying Ben Affleck is a shit Batman. Because in this, he was. Mm. And I don't think it was his fault because I I know from, from many moons, uh, many history, that Affleck is a massive Batman fan. And I do actually like Affleck in a lot of stuff. I just think this was either badly written or badly used something. The thing was, in Batman vs. Superman, I actually kind of didn't mind Affleck's Batman. Mm, I didn't. Uh, but from what I... Because I've kind of watched reviews of it, of, of Justice League, sorry. Yeah. Uh, kind of after the fact. And I do kind of know some things in there. Okay. Um, but by the sounds of it, they've kind of made him somewhat jerky. Mm. And I'm guessing that they've done this because they want to bring levity to the DC universe, but for characters that aren't overly jerky, you kind of want to keep Batman dark and brooding. Yeah, yeah. You don't want him to just, you know, give silly, you know, jokes and and that sort of stuff. You just want to keep him the brooding one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And whether he'd be seen as the Dow one, but that's who Batman is. You know, we've moved on quite a ways since the Adam West type Batman. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. The the difficulty is, and I think this is a thing as well, Ben Affleck is only doing what he's been given. Exactly. You know, and if he's been given shit... That's, it sounds kind of harsh to say, but if if he's not being given the best material in the world, it's it's going to be very difficult for him as an actor to kind of yeah give that performance. But, but that he the wants. thing is, when you see the titles roll, um, you had all the big names there, right? Okay. So you had um, so Zack Snyder had been involved. Had Whedon been involved? I think Joss Whedon was. He took over as a director. When Zack Snyder left, right, okay, because there was uh, him, him, and there was somebody help. There was somebody major that was involved. Was it? It wasn't Nolan, was it? I think Nolan is a producer of the film. I know he was with Man of Steel, okay, but I don't know if he's still. Well, I, I'm sure I saw his name in this. the credits, and I was just like, well, with all those three there, that should have been really good. So unless there was just a bit of a direction issue or something, th- something. So from what I understand with the production stuff, they the reason that, long story short, Zack Snyder left for personal reasons. Okay. They brought Joss Whedon in, and apparently a lot of the levity and the jokey stuff was done under his direction. Right, okay. So they did a lot of reshooting uh, of the film uh, in quite a short period of time. Mm. However, people from within DC or whatever have have said that Zack Snyder's cut of the film is superior to what the cinematic version was. Right, okay. And it seems like the fans are crying out for the, the, the Snyder okay. cut of this film to be released. Okay. So apparently it's it's better uh, than than what we got, but it, it by the sounds of it, it feels like this kind of piecemeal kind of just going to shove a load of shit in there and kind of shove all the reshoots in, which is why they had to CG dude's face because ah, he was okay, shooting a different okay, film okay 
Um, so, yeah, it was a bit weird. Yeah, so uh, it was a thing that happened. I kind of hope they take the time and do the the newer films better. Uh, I, I just thought this was, well, as I said, like the Suicide Squad, uh, the, the hero version of Suicide Squad. Now, I like Suicide Squad. So I do. But you, you know how... I think our Suicide Squad, you had like the two main people and the rest were just mm. basically side characters. But it's just like, oh, there's all these people and we're not going to really tell you anything about them. Might do a few flashbacks, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like that and it kind of just, it didn't really have much focus, I don't think. Mm. And it was just like, oh, right, and this guy's doing this thing. I remember this guy. All oh, right, well, now remember this guy now. And right now remember, and you know her because you, you've seen her in a film. And Yeah. He was just, I don't know, it was just a bit all over the place. I, I feel with, with, the Flash, mm. maybe they've too heavily relied on people's knowledge of. Well, they already know him because he's he's got his own TV series. You know, mm. we don't we don't need to really introduce him. Um, Aquaman, meh. Um, mm. You know, with Wonder Woman, she's already got her film. People know her, but you know, the, the thing with Marvel and the way the reason that their cinematic universe has worked is because they took the time. Yes, DC have rushed this to try and compete with the success of the Avengers, but they have not given it enough breathing room for you to actually care yes, about I, the characters. Totally agree, yeah. Or the interpretations of, like, Ben Affleck and, you know, all that sort of stuff. They've not given them enough time to build it up into this thing that you want to see this big epic fight. It's just, ah, stuff, reasons, bye. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. It's, it's just bizarre the way that they've done it, but I hope that DC are able to kind of pull their movie stuff around because I I mean, you know, I went to go see all of the Nolan Batmans, I went to see Man of Steel on release, Justice League. I I just don't feel the need to watch it. Mm. Which is it is weird because I, I like comic book films and I like DC and I want to see DC do good stuff, but mm, I don't know. She's not got this in. I was I was scorned by uh, Batman versus Superman. Which I quite liked. It was it was fine, but it wasn't as monumental as what people had hoped, and certainly what I'd I'd hoped that it was going to be. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It was quite disappointing. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I just want DC to be good, Darren. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I'll just quickly blast through the TV stuff. So Top Gear's back, and it's uh, it's all right. The, the, they haven't quite gone in their own direction quite just yet. They've kind of uh, right. remodeled the studio and they've remodeled stuff, uh, but it's still kind of the same thing. Mm. But one thing that's bugging me w- with it is it's um, it's a bit too bro up, right? Okay. So you you know how you watch these uh, E3 things and it's just like, oh right, click over there and you go over there. Oh yeah, well done you. Oh, I'm going to shoot over here. Da, da, da. It's kind of yeah. like that. Bring cars. It's just like, hey, look at the back end of your car. Yeah, it's really nice, isn't it? Oh, I bet mine can go faster. And it's just like a bit cringy. It, I, I I don't know if they just need to work with each other for a little bit longer to just just be you know quite natural, but it just mm. feel quite stilted and a bit scripted. Is this the DC version of Top Gear? <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I don't mind it. I mean, uh, I do like Matt LeBlanc. Um, I, I do like the other guys, uh, Chris Harris and the other guy. But w- one thing, and I apologize to anybody who watches Top Gear, because once I say this, you're not going to be able to unhear it. So Chris Harris is one of the uh, one of the hosts. 
there's a lot of narrating this was like oh well i'm driving this car and it's got this and it's got this and it's brilliant and unfortunately he sounds exactly like will from the in between us <laughs> and and when you can't actually see him and he's just like narrating over something it's my brain is now going to well that's that's just will narrate <laughs> it just feels it's like what does he know about cars <laughs> But yeah, I apologise to anybody that watches Top Gear and now has that in their head. And now something else. Um, now I was speaking to Anthony when I was in uh, in Liverpool and we had a lot of time together because we were waiting around for trains and all the rest of it and, and we just got chatting about TV and films like we always do and uh, everything I like he hates and vice versa. But, th- <laughs> but there is some common ground in the middle. Um, by the way, he didn't, he didn't like Baywatch. What's wrong with him? I, I know, I know. Um, I haven't deleted his number yet, but <laughs> <laughs> it's this close, this close. <laughs> Only joking at me. Um, but <laughs> he, he mentioned uh, he mentioned a TV series that he's watching and it, that he's really enjoying. I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. And it's called Young Offenders. Okay. Now this is um, it's on one of the premium channels. I can't remember which one. Maybe maybe an ITV or maybe a Channel Four or something, something. Or, or maybe I. In fact, no, I play. Okay. This is about two, um, let's say, chaps, and it's set in Cork in Ireland. So they've got basically, uh, they're at school, but they're walking around in shell suits, and they've got the tash, and they've got the haircut, and they've got the jewellery. But they're absolute thick as pig shit. It's kind of like, um, feels a bit like two pints. You know, two pints of lager and packet of crisps. Mm. Kind of how you're following those, and even though they're a bit... Your initial thought towards them is, I hate these guys, these guys are idiots. But as the story progresses over the episodes, I'm about five episodes in, the characters start to develop and you start warming towards them and some of the stuff that happens, you're just like, oh, that's actually really nice. And it's just about them and their parents uh, or, or in their accent, it's like the mima mida. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what? <laughs> I, I, I shit you not, the, the first episode, I, I was really struggling to understand them. They've got mm. such strong accents. It's like, um, you know, um, Brad Pitt from Snatch. Yes. Um, you know that really, really strong Irish accent he's got? Yeah. That's how they talk. Like, like comically overdone. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "What the hell are they saying?" And it, it took me an episode or so just to just to get round it. But I mean, it's nice. I mean, they're, they're living in I would say squalor, but they're living in council estates, and it's just like one's dad's alcoholic, the one the other one's a single mum, and all the rest of it. And it's just how they're getting on with each other. It, it's it's nice. Should we say mm. five episodes in, and I was like, you know what? I can't wait for the next episode now. Okay. They're only a half an hour episodes, and I think there's six in total. I've watched five. Um, but some of the dumb stuff they do, but they do it for the, the nicest of reasons. Right, okay. So, yeah, it's good. It, it, hmm. I quite like it. Oh, fair enough. And that, Terry, is what we've watched. So, I challenge you to go and watch um, the first of the Rambo films, First you Blood. Did. Yeah. Um, what do you think? That was a film. Um... I think I text you uh, when I started watching. I'm like, it's ten minutes in, and somehow he's managed to piss off a sheriff of a small town. Yeah, and now he's on the run for reasons. Yeah, 
and that was the setup to the story is he was walking through a town and managed to piss a, a sheriff off and that was it that was it. Yeah, yeah. that was your plot of the story but it was um, back what late 70s was it 79 this film I think I think so I think so yeah uh, um, but it was it was just like right okay so you know the opening is basically him walking into the town trying to establish the fact that he's a he's a he's a vet yeah yeah um, and then we'll go from there sort of thing um, it was good I enjoyed it 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 was just a weird weird setup to this story because I I've seen it it's weird because it's same with Rocky I watched the reboot of Rocky. Yeah, you know, like the the Rocky Balboa. So I've I saw Rambo. Ah, okay. Like the the newest Rambo, and it it was weird going back to this one and seeing that it was set in a small U.S. town and that sure, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I did like the fact that they alluded to kind of when he was a prisoner. Yes, yeah. So you kind of got those little glimpses. Um, as as dumb as it sounds, it I thought it was it was fine. Up until the end, where he shoots the the sheriff, and he's basically terrorizing the town in a sense, and mm, he's going okay, through, and yeah. uh, his general walks in, and he just gives that dialogue of, you know, what we now know as PTSD. Yeah, I don't think back in the seventies was really a thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. So to see him pour his heart out about how he struggles and how he's underappreciated, you know, that he can't even get a job, yet he was in charge of equipment that was millions of dollars and he was able to fly a gunship and do all this, that and the other, and yeah, he yeah. can't even get a job here. And it, it's, it just brings it to home, like, what these people go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like even today, it still speaks volumes. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so that... Even though I enjoyed the film for what it was, I think the me- it, it, it's like at the ending, it was like, here's the message that we were trying to tell you the entire time. Yeah, sure. We, we alluded to it throughout, but here it is. And I think for a film that was late 70s, early 80s, or when, you know when whenever this came out, mm. I think it was quite an impactful thing, even just to have that last five minutes. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know he's 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 deeply suffering from you know from PTSD, um, you know which makes you totally understand why he's doing the things he does. Sure, yeah. Oh, you know, and yeah. and how, you know, and I you just get that appreciation because you see just how frustrated he is with just everything and uh, and and all that sort of stuff. So I I say it was okay, but kind of thinking about it now, it was actually pretty clever. Mm. But yeah, the violence was good, in it? <laughs> Lots of violence. Now, there was some violence in there. I can't remember what the conclusion was, but I know the rumours when this was out was, oh, he was paid X amount of million pounds to cut and sew his own arm up. So I'm not sure how true that is. I don't know. I've not actually read any trivia on this one. Um, that did look fairly realistic, but with stuff back in the day you just don't know yeah because they did use a lot of practical stuff so i'm not quite sure but i can't imagine they'd do that right well i know health and safety laws weren't a thing back in the day but i can't imagine he'd done that right well i don't know i don't know i, I suppose if he's a method actor he's, he's going to get into the the role as much as possible yeah. but uh no it was, it was good um i i might carry on with it there's Two of the films? Um, I, uh, I think it's five in total, isn't it? Oh, is this shit right? Okay. I think. 
I think the I think the sorry the the one that you've seen was the fifth. I think. Right, I might go into it. It it didn't get under my skin as much as like what Fast and the Furious did. Okay, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. So you hear it here first, everybody. Fast oh, and no. the Furious is better <laughs> than Rambo. You twisted my. Oh no! <laughs> Welcome to the internet. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so angry at me. No, right. Okay. So your next film. I'm going to give you something light and fluffy. The only reason I saw this was, uh, I think it was an offer. Uh, uh, I was looking on that cheap charts and I think it came in at some ridiculously cheap price. And I thought, you know what? I haven't seen that film in ages. And it was genuinely brilliant. Okay. And with your new love of cars and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you are going to watch Cannonball Run. Okay. I'm going to tell you no more. Okay. Um, You can find it on most streaming services. Um, and you'll find it the bargain price of about three or four quid. Fantastic. So that speaks volumes as to what this uh, this is going to be like. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, there's Cannonball 1 and Cannonball Run 2. Um, both fantastic films. But yeah, light and fluffy. Uh, it, it, it's a race with stars. Okay. 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 Yeah, cool. Cool. So your next film is The Cannonball Run. Next, Terry, let's discuss what we have read. Terry, I've read nothing. Neither have I. I haven't even I haven't even listened to an audiobook. Uh because we're burning through those three, I was like, I just want to listen to some music now. It's yeah, it's been one of those where I've I've been listening to more more music than anything else. Finally got that uh, burnout soundtrack on my uh, on my phone. Yeah. So I've been blasting that in the car. Yeah. Avril Lavigne on loop. Yeah. In fact, if you watch the quick look of, uh, hasn't it been banned in every country now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, USA. It was the only the only the United States it got banned. I, but, I got the uh, email through saying, "Oh, thanks for uploading your video." Next one is, "Oh, this has got copyright content," and then the next one says, "Oh, this video's banned." I'm like, "Oh, bravo, <laughs> Terry, bravo." So it was one way. So I got I only got two emails through. So the first one was like, "Oh, um, I think it was down to Paradise City." Mm. But then they said, "Oh no, we're we're not going to do anything about it. Just you know, um, you know, but if there's ads on there, they'll they'll get the revenue. Uh, if you don't have ads on there, they'll see how well the video's doing." Yeah, which is fair enough. And I'm thinking, you know, Guns and Roses, they're pretty strict on you know music and music licenses that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, okay, we we got a slap on the wrist, and then it's like Avril Lavigne, how dare you! It's only Avril Lavigne. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah. Um, so apparently in the US, it, it's it's got blocked. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. People don't like Avril Lavigne in America. It seems. Sounds like it. Oh, well. Um. But yeah, I yeah I blasted that soundtrack. Nice. And it was good. Nice. So good. So um. Okay. So let's just jump into the reading corner. Jupiter Circle. Yeah. I can't help but think that's on about a sphincter. You know, after reading these comics, uh, that yeah, I'm not. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I, it, I don't know. It threw a proper curveball. So it's just like, all oh, right, well, we're like 1950s. We're superheroes. We got this, and we got that. Um, right. Okay. Ignore everything about that. Um, I've been dogging, and somebody took a picture. <laughs> and I was like, um, and then it's all about him going 
dogging and getting caught and what are people going to think? But I don't care. I'm going to go and do some more. And it's just like... That's so weird. Yeah, I was just like, um, can we get back to superheroes, please? But then it was like, here's a giant alien. Now I'm going to have sex with a man. <laughs> yeah, he was like, um... Hang on, what? <laughs> there was like two pages. Like It wasn't even a full page of aliens. I want to see more of the I aliens. Know, I know, Because they, they, they were even talking about blowjobs. Um, like... I think first or second page. As soon as they finished with the alien, it went straight to blowjobs. I was like, um... <laughs> <laughs> How many issues did you read with this? Uh, two. It, 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 right, okay. Because after after the two episodes, it concluded that one story. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I think I've got the gist of this. Um, oh, it keeps going. It keeps going. Oh, does it? Does it do what? Down the same vein or... <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> So, is is Jake Hoover? Okay, that's the, uh, it, the, yeah, the dude yeah. that was bribing him. Yeah, yeah. He then basically, the, I think they allude in one of the issues the fact that he has had relationships of the gay variety, um, but he's quick to out other gay men. Right. Okay. So he basically gets bribed, and you know. It all gets swept under the rug because someone finds pictures of him kissing a dude uh, and having sex with a dude. And superheroes, guys. Superheroes. Uh, and then some one of the superheroes has a drinking problem and that starts to cause issues. And then one guy leaves his wife uh, to go with a 19-year-old. Uh, superheroes! Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was it was fine. Uh, I didn't mind it, and I, you know, going into it, I knew that it was going to be more about kind of the mm. their lives outside of superheroes. Sure, yeah, yeah. But I kind of wouldn't mind seeing some of the superhero stuff they had going I mean, if on. It was but, like fifty fifty, uh, but in those two episodes that I I uh, there's there's two comics that I read. It's mm. probably about ten percent superhero stuff, nine percent about their personal lives. And I think I was like, well, we haven't really established characters or anything for me to care about what their personal lives are. Yeah, it kind of felt like they were trying to do Watchmen. Yeah, having having like more serious things like outside of the superheroing and have them have their own dilemmas and personal lives and that sort mm. of thing. But unless you actually know the characters, like you said, uh, you know, and actually care about them and and that sort of stuff, it's it's a very difficult one yeah. to, uh, yeah. It, again, like I say, it, I thought it was fine for what it was, but if it had been like, here's Jeff, he's an accountant, you know, and like have them as a team of accountants or you know something like that, it would have just translated the exact same way. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, there didn't need to be that superior aspect of it. So, Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It was it was fine for what it was. It was fine. It was, yes, it was fine. So Darren, the next one mm. for the reading corner. Mm. Uh, this is one that I've heard quite a lot about, uh, and kind of one of the series. If you if you read comic books, this is one you should read. Uh, so we're going both going in blind on this one, and I'm hoping it's going to be good. We are going to read a comic book series called Southern Bastards. Southern Bastards. Okay. Um, and it's basically an old man in a podunk town, uh, and he carries a really big stick around with him, and stuff ensues. Okay, doke. It's basically going to be walking tall, but comic book version. Okay. But yes, yeah, Southern Bastards is going to be the next reading corner. Cool. And that was the reading corner. <laughs> 
that's it for this episode. Um, I just want to mention a quick tweet from Kev, uh, Kev Atkinson. I mean, I'll, I'll just summarize here, but basically he says that if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't see all these great films and have you been living under a rock? So I kind of feel like him and Tre- Trev definitely needs to start like a support group uh, for people who are afflicted by my not seeing films. Um, I, I feel like there needs to be like a mutual... Maybe they should start like a Facebook group of some variety, like what the fuck or something. I don't know. Um, I can't believe Terry hasn't seen dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it just rants just down the group. If if someone does decide to make a group, at least add me to it. So I can at least try and defend myself very lazily. But um, yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your message, I'm, I'm, Kev. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to anyone who is offended or... Um, yeah, just anyone that's offended by my having not watched these popular films throughout my life. But to be fair, this was the whole reason that we put this section in. Because uh, way before we start doing the podcast, I'd say, oh, uh, have you seen so-and-so? And you're like, no. And I'm like, oh, my word, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, and that's yeah. where the section came from. So, I'm so sorry. Um, if you want to drop us a tweet like Kevin did, it's at Checkpoint Done. Uh, drop us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh, find us on Facebook it's Checkpoint Done um, website where you can see all Terry's takedown notices <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that's CheckpointDone.com and uh, YouTube uh, just follow the link from any one of the above if you want to find us on our personal Twitters I'm at D5120 and Terry's at Foxhounders01 so until the next episode goodbye bye